I don't have it printed, so we can't talk about the 40 unwritten rules. <laughs> beware. Beware of what you drink. Yes. Pliny sure is good. I, you, know what, you know what? I The rule that I like is the old rule of uh, when W.C. Fields was told by some woman, Sir. By some... He was told to buy a woman? No, no, buy some woman. <laughs> Sir, you're drunk. <laughs> and he replies back, Madam, you're ugly. <laughs> the difference is, is that tomorrow I'll be sober and you'll still be ugly. <laughs> uh, he was a mean person. <laughs> he was not. He was speaking true. <laughs> you're listening to Beer School. We're here to help you and your friends learn to like more than one kind of beer. There's lots of beers to like. Some beers are made right down the street from where you live, and others have to travel halfway around the world just to get to you. Or at least all the way up Halfway around the world? Halfway around the world. Well, All the way from BevMo. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's like, that could be halfway around the world for some guy in Belgium. That's true. Learn why beer tastes like it does, how other styles came about, and... The homework! Oh. The homework is beer. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best part about beer school. What? The oh, the homework. Yeah, the homework. <laughs> Um, and so that's you know that's why you should listen to the show. I think you haven't finished the intro. This is wondering why beer tastes like it does. How other styles came about, um, and all the things you need to know. Yeah, about uh, where the beer came from. The best part about beer school is the homework. We already did that. <laughs> uh, Herman Miller said hi. Did you hear yeah, that? Yeah, you know the uh, the lawsuit against them is sort of stalled. Excellent. Yeah, the lawyer got busy. I think they should mail everybody in the world some more of those little nylon bushings and make them out of something that's not nylon. I'm just not sitting in one of those things anymore. Excellent. So um, today we're going to talk about this idea that I had, which is called one. Excellent. But, and it's not one. Be- you know, it's not that was the name of Van Halen's first album. <laughs> it was one. <laughs> one. <laughs> Oh, Van I Halen. thought it was called Van Halen. Oh, Van Halen. Oh, it was Odd Zeppelin's first album. Yeah, what? Right. <laughs> How many albums are named one? Uh, anyway, the idea of this show More is... More than one. I got a new writer. He's very zen. <laughs> you know, everybody needs a new so writer. You, so, you had, so you had an idea for a show. I had an idea for a show, and this is not a Desert Island beer show. Ah. This is not the beer that we're going to take. If we only had one beer, and we're going to go live on a desert island for five years, what beer would that be? Yes. That's easy. The answer is Anchor Steam. The an- you're right. Anchor Steam or Sierra Nevada or, <laughs> you know, well, you're right. It's Anchor, right? Yes. Because uh, it would age well, and it would go well with the crabs and the fish. And the coconuts, I'm sure. No, no, we've ever watch out for the crabs. <laughs> oh, John! No, keep going. I'm, I've got <laughs> so you. Got about two minutes until I show you something that's going to distract you. So, any, oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, you have that. You have the the half a thing there, ready to go. I have half a thing. You remember what the password is, right? The password is beer. No, the password is Roadrunner. In case you need to get Road on the Wi-Fi. Runner, it catches you through. No. Um, anyway, this is not the Desert Island Beer Show. This is the show that if, let's say that you happened to, uh, across a beer that you really, really liked. This, is way this, this proves that I read the forums on the Brewing Network. 
California common beer aroma typically showcases the signature northern hops <laughs> with woody, rustic, or minty qualities. So do you ever get minty? I never get never, minty. Never, never. Uh, in moderate to high strength. Well, maybe there's the moderate part. The light fruitiness, light fruitiness acceptable. Low to moderate caramel, or excuse me, caramel, and or toasty malt aromatic support the hops. Not pterodactyl. Not pterodactyls. <laughs> It's diactyl. So, do you know what it's, that is? Do you know what that is? This is the this is the uh, uh, this is the G A not the, the G A B, B uh, BJ the BJCP yes uh, thing right? yes appearance <laughs> medium amber. I used to know somebody named Amber. She was tall, not oh. medium. Do you remember Amber? Which one was Amber? She was the grad student that went on to get her uh, her uh, human computer. It uh, sounds familiar, stuff. but yeah, she was after Maggie. Uh, Do you remember Maggie? I remember Maggie. Maggie, most annoying girl ever. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> he used to work over there. Yeah. Used to oh work. no. Maggie. She doesn't know that that's what her nickname was. <laughs> uh, flavor: moderately malty <laughs> with a pronounced hot bitterness. The malt character is usually toasty, not roasted, and caramelly low to moderately high hop flavor usually showing northern brew qualities woody rustic minty where's the minty coming from where do they get mint who are these the 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 bjcp guys one of these people who knows this stuff to point out a minty in a beer i don't get the minty i get it when from from the root beer show because Uh we're tasting mint or wintergreen or that but we never got minty out of out of out of good old steam out of anchor steam Overall impression, a lightly fruity beer with firm, grainy maltiness, interesting toasty and caramel flavors, and showcasing the signature Northern Brewer varietal hop character. Didn't we just read this in the other thing? I think they copy-pasted it from the top. It, it and then there's a itself. whole bunch of other stuff. History, vital statistics, commercial examples. Anchorstein. Anchorstein. Anybody else gets sued. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you can download the uh, it's it's all the BJCP guidelines. Well, for your, it's the first application I've downloaded for for my iPod. Oh, it's an app on uh, yeah, it's an iPod app. Really? So, yeah. So you you go through and it's got all the different it's got all the different styles and you click into the styles and it's got all the subsets of the styles. So I can sound really smart if we're tasting if we're having like George Killians. I can go. You know, no. You have to use that voice. You have to use that voice. This is got a low to moderate. No, go. I think you know, I'm sensing low to moderate uh, malt aroma, and you know, generally caramel like, but occasionally toasty or toffee like in nature. (laughs) It's 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 amber to to, to deep reddish color. You know, I'd say deep reddish, and uh, it's uh, off white. The head is off white or tan colored. Isn't all beer off white or tan colored for the head? Except if when except when <laughs> my my head is off white or tan <laughs> Uh sure, I get that. All right, so this is the idea of uh, I have a stack of beer that I'm going to try to save because I really like it. And it might be a seasonal that you're trying to save. It might be that you got a great deal on something. It might be that you just were passing through a place like Nowheresville Nowheresville <laughs> Nowheresville, somewhere. You were driving to New Claris with a flatbed truck. <laughs> a refrigerated flatbed truck. Good for you. Your GFC did not bring you one. She brought you 
she brought you a a whole flatbed. Yes. That would be quite the girlfriend. No, that's candidate. A, that's that would be quite the that's, girlfriend that's candidate. That's a WC. Pretty much you have to. Yeah, that's a WC. <laughs> that pretty much means that you're going to drop the C anytime soon. Yes. Speaking of C, what was your secret word? I don't know. Oh, my. Because it was I, one of the best secret words I've, ever. I've, I've gone back to think about it, and I don't remember what it is. And I've collect, you know, we, we've collectively I, forgot the secret word. I know, and I've gotten enough email going, what's your secret word? And we said it on the show a couple of times, and I'm thinking, well, you know, I eventually. we said it on the show. We talked about it. We talked I about listened, it. I listened to the whole episode. I'm like, I don't remember. We talked about it on the rock and roll show, what the secret word was, and I was busting a gut because I thought it was the funniest thing that I'd ever heard. That had to do with C. Yes. I don't know. John, I don't know. Uh-huh. And today's right. a bad today's a bad day for me to think anyway. Why is that? You know that feeling when you get up in the morning and you burp tequila? Yeah. I get up this morning and I burp Pliny. Ooh, that could be a good <laughs> thing or a bad thing, depending on the point of view of the Pliny. <laughs> I gotta tell you, and uh, I'm gonna write my own uh, BJCP guidelines, but yeah. they're gonna be hangover guidelines for what you were drinking the night before and how you were drinking it. Uh, well, you know what, if the hot chick gets you a Pliny... <laughs> Like, you kind of have to drink it, right? That's sort of what happened. <laughs> and we'd gone through all the Radaburger. Wait, 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 wait. There was Radaburger? Yes, there was a six-pack of Radaburger uh, purchased by the uh, the groom, especially for me. Groom in air quotes. Yes. What you got to keep that stuff straight, John. Was the air... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Was the groom wearing black or white? Uh Black. Oh, okay. So it's a proper and a tie. Groom. We were both wearing ties. It's too. a proper groom. Yes, <laughs> in an improper way. It was, <laughs> to, it was just some ah. Yeah. See, damn you, Herman Miller. <laughs> um, you can use the other chair. I like that. <laughs> remember, remember, I have one of these things at home, so I'm used to it, and it falls back a lot easier than this one does. Uh, well, last time we had that happen, it was me that got snapped, and, and it I had snapped to, far, and, and I had to stop the recording because it was. Oh, so you were, make, you were making that Bugs Bunny face. Uh, beyond the Bugs Bunny face. The uh, contortionist, I just got sprung <laughs> by the catapult, by the coyote face. By the gigantic spoon yeah. over two, uh, two cigars and a rubber band that the mouse made. I had cigars on the roof the other night. Sweet. Not on the roof of where you're thinking, but a different roof. Sweet. Because I was hiding. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm hiding too. I'm just suffering from my malaise. Oh yeah, because you're speaking pro- of malaise, because your, your project hasn't started, and I'm we need to open bored. one of these beers. I'm bored. Speaking of beers, bored. I'm so the bored. idea is the idea is normally homework. The homework. The homework is beer. So you're gonna buy a bunch of beer, and you're, you're gonna, gonna buy a bunch it, of beer. It's the fourth. We're, we're gonna talk about the fourth dimension of beer today. The time. Yes. The time of beer. So the first thing uh, that we all know about beer and we've hopefully we've drilled this into your head it tastes good please drink fresh beer yes um on the on the bottle speaking of pliny on the bottles of pliny and um uh, blind pig so pliny the elder and blind pig from russian river it says drink this beer do not save this beer yes and and they're not kidding uh, the beer is, uh, is while it is an IPA, it's best served new. <laughs> okay. Zoomy, zoomy. I have this to say. <laughs> How come it is that the motorcycle guys get to have no 
mufflers in their bikes and get away with it. When if I drive a car around, I'm instantly pulled over for disturbing the peace. True. I don't get it. I don't know what politician they they have doing it with a donkey. Though. I could I could make I could make one argument for why that would be allowed. Well, because it's a safety issue, right? You get to well, hear, you could make the same argument I could, John. Well, okay, so then <laughs> so then let's put the playing card in all the Priuses so they go as they're going driving down exactly. the street so that you can hear them yes. because you can't hear the the uh, the eco car or Damn the hippies. quote eco car Damn hippies. hippies right because um, because <laughs> because I nearly got run over by one of those son of a bitches the other day because of the I couldn't hear it well the other problem is everybody who used to drive a Volvo now drives a Prius oh yeah same thing those guys <laughs> think they're race cars you ever, do you remember this when when the ad was running in the nineties everybody had that seven forty uh, Volvo, which is the Volvo station wagon. Yeah. And they were putting, they, there was a guy who had a, a turbo cro- cross country. That's yeah. Really good for going to Tahoe. And he was wearing a helmet and a racing suit in this car. And so suddenly all the people that bought this car believed that they were racing this car. And it's like, okay, you put, just because you bought this and you saw the ad does not make you a race car driver. Jerry was a race car driver. Jerry was a, he, <laughs> Drove so goddamn fast. <laughs> I don't know the next line of the song. I don't think I have it on my uh, iPod either. I think it's on the old one. Oh. Might not be charged. Uh, yeah, the live one is on the old one. Well, that, well, that might come out then. Um, so anyway, you've got a you've got a stack of beer, and you want to keep you want to keep your beer. So the first rule is Jake Gun defend that. <laughs> Exactly. Drink the beer. Drink it as soon as possible because we know that every beer has a shelf life of about, well, around 100 days. Yes. Is where if it's not a beer that's meant to be put down. Right. And some beer is meant to be put down before you even drink it like the – Like a three-legged blind dog meant to be put down. Like that – speaking of three-legged, like that triple bock that we had a couple <sighs> of weeks ago. Yuck. Uh, sorry. John. Uh, what? Yeah, you're just everybody's making a face again. Oh, Motor is anyway. Oh. I'm in a I'm in a gentle state today, John. Well, it's because of the plenty. Oh, that's not the right beer. You gotta reach for the other one. <laughs> it came off suspiciously easy. It did? Yes. All right. Maybe I'm just extra So if you're gonna keep your beer for a while, there's one thing you have to Make sure that you do right off. The homework? Test the beer oh. first. That's like the homework. <laughs> Make sure that you have a good batch of beer to begin with. True. Um, one of the things that I've found, at least in our region, is that sometimes the beer is not what it seems. Uh, especially if you go to the corner markets of these places, uh, they're not always there. There's a reason why beer is on sale. Sometimes it might be past its expiration date already. That is true. Uh, especially in the mission or, and I'm not going to name names, but we've been to a place where we're like, Oh my gosh, this beer is so cheap. Well, the reason why it's so cheap is that that beer has died a long time ago. Uh, porn and liquor. We've gotten beer from porn, porn and liquor. liquor. Yes. Where, um, the 40s are always fresh at porn and liquor. <laughs> but the bud sometimes isn't fresh. Pardon me. And and the part of the reason is, and the distributors aren't supposed to do this, but, you know, they there's the big shuffle of, there's the big shuffle of beer. 
Yes. And there are some retailers that don't care one way or the other. They're like, you know, I just need the beer. And there's some distributors who do that and some distributors that don't. Right. Better known as the guy on the truck. Mm. It may be that the guy on the truck is doing it himself without the knowledge of the distributor. Yes. And, uh. he, and he just has a – he's just doing the big shuffle because he doesn't want to bring that beer back because that makes him look the bad. The curly shuffle? Yeah, 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 yeah. The curly shuffle. We do know that uh, Sam Adams – and, uh, well, speaking of Sam Adams uh, – has uh, – considers freshness an ingredient. Hmm. Just um, like MSG. Freshness is not MSG, but yes, MSG is an, an ingredient. ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> so the the idea is is that um, that the Sam Adams guys spend roughly ten million dollars a year buying back beer from the distributor to make sure that they have uh, not bad beer in the pipeline, and then they donate it to kindergartens. <laughs> <laughs> we used to have milk and graham crackers and kids today they get you know treble bock and graham crackers in what neighborhood i'm just saying i want to go back to school i'm just saying okay it's not fresh beer but maybe the kids don't you know got to go back to school you, you got to be a teacher i well you know what i the hottie art chicks <laughs> i can tell stories about hardy hardy hottie art chicks oh my god i'm i'm 20 something and i'm out of the house and you're in a position of authority <laughs> Sorry, I'm remembering aloud. Uh, what? This tastes like beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the, the beer that Motor is describing is um, the unlimited release of Lagunitas IPA, which is an India Pale Ale, brewed and bottled by the Lagunitas Brewing Company, Petaluma, California. Exactly. Does that sound like a plug? Kind of sounded like an ad. Maybe I should do that badly next time. Wait, let me read the... Let me read the uh, Beautiful writing on the side. Oh, I love the writing on the side. This is a reason to drink this beer. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. The eyes broke last night. This is our unique version of an ancient style. A style as old as ocean trade roots of the last century. The last century's great ships. Not as old as the equator they had to cross to unroot, nor as old as the 10,000 or so miles of dehydrogen oxide and sodium upon which they sailed. But, <laughs> so but older than the Cerinthium uh, 4 lentoid that bonds the Lublin quantinate onto your, taste, onto your taste buds. Weird. Think about it. Now stop. Okay, go again. Now stop. Think again and stop. But we digress. I think this is my writer who wrote this. Uh, made with 43 different hops and 65 various malts, at this redundant ale will most likely float your boat and whatever you're on. Call us at 707-769-4495. Oh, I just gave myself a headache. 43 different hops? That's what it That's says. like all of them. I think they make it up. That's like all of them. I bet it's Cascade and and, uh, and Warrior. <laughs> Uh, that was difficult because I had to read at a 45-degree angle because there's still beer in the bottle. And it's really – it's like, what is that? That's about 4.5 four 
It's like four point. Type. It's like four point type. It's white on a black background at forty five degrees. Oh my god! I just get I at just, two in the afternoon. At two in the afternoon, and I've got to. Uh, and you got to go hang out with your mom later. It's true. What are you going to do about that? How are you going to get? I'm fine. Tuned up. I'm fine. Uh, all right. So, clean living, John. That's the secret to life. Clean living. Don't do that again. Don't do that again. <laughs> you know I will. <laughs> <laughs> so the first secret to keeping your beer after you've decided you've got it from a reputable place. Yes. It's not it's not already uh it's not at the end of its life, you know, which is why it might be on sale, but but even if it was at the end of its life, that doesn't mean that it's instantly bad. Right. You just got to test it. You just got to make sure that it's still within the boundaries of how you believe that beer to taste. Right. I do know that if you start with a beer that's brand new, and you have, let's say, enough to try the beer once every three days. <laughs> Over 100 days. How many beers is that? That's 33 beers. That's uh, about 1.5 cases. That's about two cases of beer. Because why would you buy 1.5 cases? You might want to have a couple of those one night, right? You don't want to run out of beer toward the end. So you buy two cases of beer, and you try – this is the, actually the homework. Uh, <laughs> and you try that beer every other every third day over the period of time, and you get the idea. Note how the beer changes over time. Okay. So some of the things that you're going to find over that period of time is We did that, our math totally wrong on that. We did? It's a beer every three days for a year? No, no for the life of the beer, 900 days. Oh, oh, for 100 days. No, we did our math fine then. I was like, what do you mean we do the math wrong? You know, there's like, not the first... Year, wait, and I'm like going, uh... It's not the first time we got the math wrong on beer school. Don't believe anything I say today, kids at home. Because a hundred... A year of beer every three days would be a hundred beers. Plus some. Plus a case. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Missed the karaoke party last night. Where was it? I don't know. I was invited. Like, I can't do that. Because <laughs> no matter what it is, weddings always trump birthdays. Wait, wait, wait. So there was a, there was a wedding. Wait, wait, no, there was a, there was a karaoke birthday party? Yes. So you were going to go to the wedding and then to the karaoke birthday party? No, I was going to go to the wedding and then to the other birthday parties. The karaoke birthday party was actually third place on the social calendar last night. Who was there? It was uh, our, our favorite upstairs bartender and now down, sometimes downstairs bartender. <laughs> uh, I guess Lloyd was there too, huh? Yes, that seems to be what the story was that uh, was being told to us at the at the at the pre, yeah, where I was drinking my water before the show today. Right. Uh, huh. So anyway, you stay. You take a. You take a hundred days of beer. You're going to drink one every three days. And you're going to note how this beer uh, tastes. Yes. There's three things that are going to happen over the, the course of the time. Possibly. The beer will be drunk. <laughs> the beer, what are the other two? The beer. Um, you may note that the beer tastes different. Yes. Right? It become, It may be flatter. It may be fizzier. It may be... It may taste off. It may taste spoiled. Um, you know, there's a lot of different things that may happen to the beer. But there's factors that are going to keep the beer from becoming... Those things. Right. Where you store the beer. How consistent the temperature is. Uh, what 
is it in a light area? Like yes. the, or is dark it, area, right? Or if is it in sunlight? unless it's in a can because <laughs> but even if it's, if it's heat gain, if it's okay, to, to clarify, if it's heat gain by light, that is bad. But if you're maintaining the temperature at a constant temperature, but there's light, light will hurt the beer if it's in a bottle, especially a clear bottle. But if it's in a can and the temperature is the same and there's no light, sure. But if you have if you have a uh, 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 bottles of beer that are say coming ne- or that are next to a window, yes, over the- <laughs> then you know nothing about beer. Over the home- I bought a case of Corona. I took all the bottles out of the box and I lined them up on my windowsill. <laughs> no. Yuck. Okay, those beers are going to be done in in ten minutes. But if you take beer that's in a dark bottle, okay, right, like this, like this IPA that's in front of us, yes. right, and it, it happens to be in your cellar. But over the course of the hundred days, every day from two thirty to four thirty, but it's going to move as the sun goes as the sun changes uh, that time. But every day for two hours, it's exposed to light. That beer may become light struck over that much time. True, even though it's in a dark bottle. Well, my cellar is the uh, produce drawer of my refrigerator. Oh yeah, you know what? No light gets in there. <laughs> no light gets in there because <laughs> the little fifteen watt light bulb in my refrigerator is busted. And no light in gets in drawer. there. So it's in the it's in the darkest, bottomest part of your of your cooler. Yeah, it's like in my heart. It's a dark, cold place. You know, storing beer in your heart would uh, would always be... I think I did last night. Pliny and Blind Pig. What, what was the one that you had the most of? Pliny? Oh, yeah. Was it in bottles or was it in... It was in bottles. Wow. It was funny because the proprietor of uh, the parent to the bar of the shirt that you're wearing was a guest in attendance. I'm really? Like, Look! It's a Rattenberger, and he laughed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay. That's funny. <laughs> you know, you got to laugh. You got to laugh at the fact that, that, that the that world... I walk into the that tor- you, that I walk into the Tornado, and it's like, oh, we've got all the beers from Stone on draft. And I'm like, can I have a Rattenberger? Shun fest. Oh, you know what I had someplace else? No, what? It was just as good. What? Uh, let's go shopping. Oh yeah, let's go shopping <laughs> is really good. I I was I had a, I had an air quotes uh, lunch with a buddy of mine and a future guest uh, over at uh, at Barfleys on uh, Tuesday. Let's go shopping made it there. Okay, so the kids know let's go shopping is uh, one of the the wet hot beers. That was made for because of the season. Uh, this was made by Brian Hunt of Moonlight Brewing, uh, which is very different from from Moonlight uh, Wit Beer, right? Because kids come in the or t- that great show for the first two seasons with uh, uh, Sybil Shepherd and yeah. Bruce Willis. Oh, it was Moonlighting. Yeah. But the oh. idea is is that um, uh, no, the kids come into the Tornado and they're like, "Oh, I have a Moonlight," and they're like, they get it. And they're like, uh, "This is the wrong color." Because all they see is moonlight. Yes. They, they think that that's what the that's what they're going to get. Moonlighting strangers. Did you like that show? I loved that show the first until the show fell apart. But at the beginning, that show was brilliant. Well, they had the flirting part going on, right? Yeah. That, and then that sort of ended with the with the. Uh, then Bruce Wells became famous because Bruce Wells, when he started on Moonlighting, was completely unknown. 
and then he made Die Hard. I think it was Die Hard was the first yeah. thing he did. Yeah. Nakatomi Plaza is still visible from... Uh, That's where Ronald Reagan's office was. It is? In, in that building in, in Nakatomi Plaza. Every time I... You know, when I was living in the lower area, <laughs> every time I drove by there, I'm like, ah, oh, it's Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a brew pub in there now. I, I think they actually call it that, too. I'm... I'm <laughs> Not brew pub, but Nakatomi. <laughs> I'm overdue. I'm overdue to a visit... For a visit to the Southland. Uh, if you want to know what it was like, all you have to do is find in the archives uh, motor dials in from LA. Yeah, and the, but the best one is when you were fake dialing and it was incoherent what you were saying. No, but you were just talking about some deal, something. Oh, that one. Yeah. That's the game we used to play when I go down to visit my friends in LA and we'd hang out in, at hip bars on the, uh, on the west side and carry on conversations like we were Hollywood moguls to see how many people would start eavesdropping. It's so funny because everybody does. Ha ha. That's funny. Ha ha. I, I do know that my uh, my normal uh, uh, hiding out uh-huh. line did not work in uh, in that region. What's your normal hiding well, out Well, usually when people ask me what I do, I just say that I'm a writer because then I don't have to give up that I'm a computer nerd geek, whatever. And I don't have to answer their questions about how to get their viruses off right. their computer. So they're like, Oh, where do you write? I'm like, well, I write for this and I write for that. And uh, I, I wrote car- cartoons for a while. And they're like, Oh, that's really interesting. Mm. And then I don't have to let on that. I'm a technologist in my other world. A technologist. Yeah. Can you help me with my website? I don't think so. The worst thing in the whole wide world that you can do is volunteer to help with somebody's website. <laughs> oh my gosh! It is. Then you know there you do you do the very basic things, and then the next person's like, "Okay, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you make it SEO? Can you do, can you add this? Can you add the videos?" I'm like, "Look, I didn't Arr. I didn't sign up to be your bitch." Yes, I'm bad at websites, so I don't ever get asked to help. So over time, the beer might become less carbonated yes, or more carbonated. It uh, depends on if the beer uh, was fermented in the bottle. Uh-huh. So if it was fermented in the bottle, might have uh, might become more carbonated. The little workers might still be working. Exactly. So you got to watch that. Um, you know, the beer might taste, because of that, the beer will taste different over time. True that. Well, Anchor is, Anchor is a beer that changes its flavor over time anchor steam that is yeah california common um and when you pick it up at the store it can there are two distinct tastes that anchor has neither of them are foul uh but you can definitely taste the difference between fresh and older and i actually i think i like the older there's there's anchor or there's there's a character to anchor when anchor is just absolutely delicious Mm -hmm. can you describe those no well, okay, so so the, the, I'm, a, I'm a jerk. Why that, am I no, on no, that, <laughs> no, there's there's a no, the, there's a really round, soft flavor that Anchor develops, right? And I would say that when Anchor is absolutely fresh, uh-huh. it's overcarbonated, uh-huh. and it tastes it tastes out of balance. Hmm, interesting. And what I mean by out of balance, like it's just kind of not right with itself. 
like me right now. I'm out of balance. <laughs> I'm out of balance. Don't make me stand up too fast. Oh yeah. Uh don't do No, but when but you describe this this uh this soft characteristic, well, two things come to mind. One of them is the bubbles aren't as harsh. Right. Or as big, right? They're they're uh not as a uh, uh, not as aggressive. Yes. And um, it's like the beer has meshed with itself. It's just become, True. well, I guess the word that you used was rounder. A rounder. I like rounder. Stuffle, stuffle, stuffle. <sighs> Banker. Lagunitas. Remember when we walked into the Lagunitas Brewery? On, on my on, bus. On your bur- on Jaime, no, on Jaime's bus. On Jaime's bus. And there was IPA all the way to the ceiling. Yes. It's like, wow, we've come to the right place. <laughs> and as we're leaving here, guys, have some cases of beer for the bus. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks. That sounds like a good idea. What a really what, what a really cool brewery. They just keep adding. They just keep growing in that little space. Yep. I was there the day that they, they moved. Uh, they moved, I think, about a block. And as they were... Uh, finishing up different parts of the brew at the old brew house, they'd unbolt the equipment and drive it over to the new one on a forklift. Uh, so as the fermenter became uh, became empty, they took it and drove it over to the new one and put it up into place. And then cleaned it and then filled it up again. Yep. And uh, I was there uh, when they were taking one of their – they bought this brand new fermenter, and it's like one of these things. Uh, well, we – you know, well, you were talking about uh, – your shelves yeah it's like you go okay i measured the ceiling and the ceiling is you know uh 97 inches and this this bookshelf is 96 inches tall so i'm pretty sure it'll fit oh right they had a fermenter that was you know probably 20 feet tall and they measured it and figured out the angle so that when they tilted it up from the ground up to the ceiling that it wouldn't rip a hole through the ceiling as it tilted up (laughs) and that was a i was there when they were pushing it and pulling it up with uh with ropes and forklifts my shelves, my shelves fit exactly. Excellent. I mean, it was it was a uh, you know the little planning tool that does the that does the work for you. No. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> I, you know, I'm not a fan overall of the IKEA store. <laughs> I really, I really loathe the way that the store is laid out. <laughs> like it basically traps you there, and you're supposed to feel like, oh my gosh, look at all the stuff that's here. But if you're just trying to get one thing, get in and out of that place, it's really not easy. Sorry, sir, this is the exit. No, it's right no, there. it's right I there. I got it. it. That's where. But, I, but it, since I've learned to now, because, you know, there's some Ikea stuff here in the office and uh, like those shelves over there and those yeah things over there. I mean, it's kind of, you, you kind of don't have a choice. Sometimes you're like, this well. This table. Yeah, actually, this table. Right? <laughs> I mean, it works for what it is, and it doesn't cost a lot, and it's functional for for the <laughs> thing. But set stuff on it, and it holds it up exactly. But the thing is, is that uh, to get in and out of that store quickly, impossible <laughs> until you learn it. And once you learn how to to navigate through it, it's not so bad. It's not a horrid experience. It's just an experience. I just had an image. You did a good friend of mine used to be a. Uh, a, a researcher and a, a writer at an old uh, gigantic estate in uh, Delaware, and she took me on a tour of this gigantic this gigantic house one day, and they actually had uh, 
secret back hallways or spaces that you didn't see on the tour yeah. that would then open into the pl- you know like you go through a room and it's got like it's got like this this velvet rope separating from where you get to walk from the room restored to whatever the thing was and she's all like check this out we open this door and we go in and we're like in the middle on the back side of the velvet rope of this room and she's like here and she reaches off the shelf and she hands me this pewter mug and she's all like Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin made these wow. and I really want to I'm like, let me touch you that. And she's like, yeah. She goes, she goes, I've always wanted to take these and drink beer out of them. <laughs> and then we heard the next tour coming, so we had to put the mug back and then run back through the door again. So like at Ikea, there could be a fake door that you could go through that would take you from like the living room section to the kitchen. It turns out there's all kinds of secret passageways. It's yeah. just that they're not, they're not obvious. And one of the things you can do is you can go to the beginning of the store, go down, go walk through. Uh-oh. I'm not answering that. But how do we make it not answer? I don't know. I Your don't burrito know. is done, sir. I don't even know who that is. Your burrito is done. Yeah, my burrito is done. It's the microwave. It'll go off in a minute. I don't know who that is either. Who's 478? Whatever. Whatever. Missed call. Do you know who missed call is? No. No, neither. Uh, I knew a Dave called. Were we talking? Oh yeah, secret passageways. Secret anyway, passageways. I got. I or, I used. The, I used the. So the thing was is that I used the little planning builder on the website to figure out what pieces and parts I needed. I have a degree in architecture, so I don't have to use that. <laughs> you would just measure it. I'm drunk again off of one sip of beer, John. <laughs> nice. Well, anyway, I'm not an architecture major, so I use the tools. And the tools made it so that it was snug and perfect, and I'm very happy with my shelves. Excellent. And then you populate your shelves with important books. I Yeah, and it's the most distracting thing ever, taking books out of a box. <laughs> because you're like, oh, hey, check this book out. Hey, look. Uh, oh, I remember this one. Uh, I've always meant to read this book, and you start reading it like, wait, dumbass, finish the project. But, but there's book. There's book. Shiny. I gotta have the book. Shiny. I want to read. I want to put book in my head. Speaking of book in my head, uh, could be more yeast. Could be less yeast. Oh, talking about new beer. We we're talking about Anchor and how it changes over time. Yes. Every brewery, wherever you go, will have uh, beer that comes out of the fermenter into the bright tank, and. Uh, I believe that the beer takes two to three days to become the beer. To find itself? To find itself. To settle down? Yeah. And uh, there are brewers that are like, uh, no, it's ready to go. <laughs> I'm like, you're just saying that so that you make me drink it. It's supposed to taste like that. And I'm like, wait, why does it taste like Elvis? Ooh. Well, no, that's the rock that they use to do the filter. And it's not supposed to have a flavor to it, but it always seems to me like if it's a brand new beer, it always ta- it always is like feels like it's stirred up or you know it's like oh. agitated. Yeah, that's the word. And like the beer, I always know after trying a new beer, the two days later it's going to taste better. Yes, as it settles and becomes happy. Yeah, settle down, you damn beer! I'm going to pull this brew pub over. That would implied drinking and driving no oh, if you're pulling the brew pub over it's the anthropomorphization of beer the what anthrop 
Anthroposation. Can, can, where's my understudy? I should have sent the understudy today. Hey, kid, look up anthroposition. Hey, they're going to think the show's ending. No, I'm just asking. <laughs> no, the kid's never had a job during the show. Okay, I'm giving him a job. Okay, Mr. Foster. <laughs> We're going to lose this one, too. Remember what happened the last time we made fun of the kid? His mom picked him up and we never got him back. I know. We had to get a new kid. So I got to tell you the high point of uh, of Attack of the Clones. Like, okay, so just so just so you know, Motor has been. What did you say? You were been in hiding? Uh, no, I'm suffering from malaise. Oh yeah, you're. Su- I'm in hiding. I'm I'm, I'm very bored. So I, I, a a malaise has befallen my uh, my usual jovial personality, and uh, I do actually own one of the Star Wars movies. That would be what episode. Five. Two. Two, yeah. In, um, in the sequence, it's two. Yeah. Uh, Attack of the Clones. And every now and then I just watch it to realize how wrong things can go. And I got to tell you, when Yoda gets all ninja. <laughs> mm, take you, I will. <laughs> <laughs> he, he goes all. Underwear not he, <laughs> Underwear not wearing senator is. <laughs> Underwear not wearing senator is. <laughs> well, the thing the thing with Yoda and his backwards speak, in specifically in that movie, <laughs> he butchers words for or butchers sentences for no reason. Of it's course. almost like it's almost like they overthought Yoda speak. <laughs> the entire movie was overthought. Why wasn't it the best thing ever? I just have to ask. <laughs> Once again, it's wait wrong show. But billions of dollars made, many children made, lots of relationships came and went. Right, divorces divorces paid for, salaries split down the the middle, credits gotten. Well, yeah, craft services eaten, and the whole time you just look at the movie and go, "Kill him! He's going to become Darth Vader." Yeah, the whole time. The whole time. Yeah, just kill him. Get somebody charming. They should have used the... uh, (laughs) It should have been the guy from the 70s show. Not the one who got the career, but the the main character on that 70s show. (laughs) Why didn't they use Stifler? (laughs) At least it could have been... At least... You know, the, the guy from Dude, Where's My Car? I didn't see Dude, Where's My Car. You're totally missing out. I know. I own, it su- has the f- I own Super Troopers, though. That's good. <laughs> the 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 funniest... St- Stop it. Uh-oh. This is an 800 number. Uh-oh. 800-945. Should I call the 800 number right now and say, Stop calling us. No. Who could that be? Binga, 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 binga. If we turn it upside down, it's uh. just as loud. Okay, we have to put you in a silent mode. <laughs> Click. I just came up with another great distraction. Click. How do you... Oh, you know what? Here, we just do it like this. We just turn it into off. Slide to power off. Okay. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. The built-in AM radio. <laughs> yeah, the built-in AM radio. <laughs> 
All right, the uh, that thing is now off and won't ring again. Who's eight hundred two four five? I don't know. John, I do not know. Oh, you so, know what? You know what? It's political time of year. You know uh, what? It's yeah, the, I don't answer my regular phone. It's well, no, the bastards don't have a differentiation between regular phone and normal phone anymore. No, they always call my. They always call my. Uh, wait, what am I looking for here? No, I get the I get the phone calls all the time now. That's like, hello, your warranty on your car is about to expire, and so I I I wait and I call and I'm like, okay, um, guys, I don't have a car. How do you know that I have a car? Like you, you have to take, you have to remove me from your list forever because I don't have one. Exactly. Um, wow! Look who's here. It's it's. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, uh, remember that that photo when uh, our good friends first got into canning beer and they bought their eighty billion cans. And yeah. They were standing in front of their eighty billion yeah. cans. It reminded me of this old joke. That was my question. When hopefully, you guys all heard that. It's like the the thing that keeps uh, people or keeps uh, breweries from going to cans is you have to buy a whole lot of cans to start. You have to buy a I ton mean, of cans. We're drinking Lagunitas is uh, becoming a really big brewery, and you know they buy bottles, and you can go to the homebrew shop and buy you know if you want that exact bottle. If, if you want a dozen bottles, you can buy a dozen bottles, and all you have to do is stick a sticker on them with your name. But if you buy cans, you have to buy like a quarter million or something. Yeah, or half a million or a million. Yeah, whatever it is. That's a whole lot. And so when I saw the picture, when they first got all the cans, I'm like, where are you going to keep all those cans? That was my first question. My reaction was not, wow, that's going like, where are you going to keep all those? Well, didn't they keep them at the, the place that made the cans for them? Sean only had to keep two tons at his house. <laughs> Did he have to? No, they had, no they, had a, they, had a, they had a secret warehouse around somewhere full of cans. Probably over on Third Street somewhere. Probably that's where, where all the secret warehouses are. Secret warehouses are almost all going away. I there know. won't be very many. There won't be secret anything anymore in San Francisco. Oh yes, there will. <sighs> Basements in Chinatown. Basements. Well, you know because uh, the Li Po. Uh, yeah, but well, no, no, because of a uh, 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 big trouble in Little China revealed that there's palaces and and armories and. All kinds of secret passages and storage places underneath Chinatown. It's true. Think. Same thing with uh, with uh, Flower Drum Song. <laughs> I don't know what Flower Drum Song. Flower is. Drum Song was uh, one of the uh, lesser known Rodgers and Hammerstein musicals, <laughs> and it was all about. Uh, if you cue that up, I'm going to be surprised. <laughs> really.
That's like your whistle. <laughs> I'll put it back in my pocket now. John. No, that's fine. You can have that. That's 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 a curious anomaly. I remember driving back a year ago from OBF with uh, three people, including a respected brewer in the car. And as we were driving from Portland, we got about two hours out of, out of Portland. And he remarked that I have the gayest iPod in the world. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. I leaned back with my feet on my desk. I read my name backwards on the door and wondered, like a bad joke told to a brown shoed square in the dead of night. It all came rushing back to me. I thought carefully about getting up from my desk, putting on my new Velamorasa uh, prawn hat. What's a Velamorasa? I don't know. Probably uh, a fancy. Opening the door to the hallway, checking the spelling of my, on my name one more time, closing the door behind me, heading down to the first floor, making my way to the evening street full of worn out... What is that word? Prowies. Prowies? Prowies. I don't know. I don't know what that is either. And pinheads, we know what those are. That's us. Uh, finding the corrupt pirate pastor, <laughs> pirate pastrami burrito vendor. Ooh. I've never had a pirate pastrami burrito. Who trades fistfuls of change for volcanic gastrous, uh, gastro, yeah, gastritis. I, volcanic know, gastritis. Yeah. Continuing to a dark doorway, the length of which would lead me to a knuckle-worn bar of mildew and pine, <laughs> mounting a bow, a bow-legged stool, and ordering a pint of nectoral Maximus ale. And then I told, and then I did. Call us seven oh seven. Yep, seven oh seven. Sorry, I butchered that. It's really small. You read it. Hey. You, you 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 had you had the uh, the ability that your bottle cap wasn't off yet, so you didn't have to go. Wait, what is this? Uh, oh, I got wet lap. <laughs> it's like playing beer hunter. Exactly. That's oh. not on my iPod. Only, I think it was on my iPod. It is. It should be. All right. Well, this is unlimited release. Lagunitas Maximus India Pale Ale. Brewed and bottled by the Lagunitas Brewing Company, Sonoma County, Petaluma, California. It's 72 IBUs and 7.5%. Excellent. I'm on a Lagunitas kick, Pardon too. Me. This is Pardon a twist-off. Why did I have to use the... Uh, the, uh, the bendable? Because you want to you keep your hands soft and supple. Yeah, there is that. Well, the head is very creamy. It is very IPA-like. Almost looks like Anchor Steam. It does. You're correct, John. John, you're correct. Freshness is an ingredient. Check the date on the vessel. Can I have the other? Can I have the other vessel? Or see if there's a born-on date on there. You know. If there is, I'm not seeing it. Here, you 
<laughs> You're much more able than me. I'm going to inspect the vessel. Let's see. There's nothing on the bottom. There's nothing on the side. There's nothing on the other side. There's no little marks. Hey, Rocky, why you pull a rabbit out of my hat? Sometimes they put the little marks on the side. Yeah, they carve in something. Uh, we have the bottle cap, which has no distinguishing marks except for... I got a rock. A dog, a dog with a black eye. So we have no idea. We do not know when this beer was made. I, I've, I've a, I've a way to, to figure this out. You just text the guy. <laughs> Let me see. Can I? Can I? <laughs> oh wait, that's uh. It's that big confusion between first names and not last names. Uh, yeah, seven oh seven. It's the same you want, number. You want no, you want to watch? Uh, what's what's the number on the bottle? Seven oh seven seven six nine four four nine five. Yeah, but I also have his cell. <laughs> you do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? We got we, this is this is one of the trips that this I went. This is one of the shows that was like our first show ever. <laughs> and he's all like, great, that's great. I want to be on the show. <laughs> well, he still needs to be on the show. In fact, we have, we have a need to go up there because uh, we gave them an award and they're kind of all freaked out about the fact that they got it. Excellent. No, they're like, well, who are these guys? And why did they send us this? Only the best podcast about beer on the planet. We're not award-winning, though. Yes, I gave us an award. Well, I gave me an award, too, but... Uh, you know, no, we're, but, we're but, the annual winner, three-time winner of the Michelle's Mom's Favorite Podcast Award. Well, there's that. And I think we also got the Susan and Stephen uh, uh, Award for Podcasting Excellence. And then there was the, then there was the Melissa and Catherine. Well, maybe it was just Catherine gave us that one award. You know. <laughs> oh, John, don't make me play more music. No, I'm just saying that you know making this a, a, an AM radio was just a brilliant idea. New beer hasn't settled. Know your supplier. Freshness is an ingredient. Two years before the mast. Why is there Cal Marching Band on your... That's not Cal Marching Band. That's Falco, dude. Sounds like Cal Marching Band. <laughs> through the AM... Through the, uh, through the AM pod. <laughs> the, yes, the AM pod. You know, for, does, does a Zoom <laughs> Because we, have... we got all kinds of crap for about the Dell pod, uh-huh. but now we have the AM pod, which is... Does, does, a, does a Zoom have a built-in speaker? I don't think it does. <laughs> Who knows? Who's ever actually seen one? I remember the time I saw a Zoom. I was so excited. Actually, I almost bought one because I thought it was a. Uh, there's a lot of technology that's in it that it is is uh, compelling and interesting. Now that's Cal Marching Band. Well, dude, you really do have the gayest <laughs> iPod ever. <laughs> I've got so much great stuff on my iPod. <laughs> 
<laughs> I cannot believe that that iPod. Oh, he's going to cue something else. I love those movies. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, and when I get to my destination, I'm going to kill Bill. <laughs> the only thing, the only thing that... Oh, don't you dare say there's anything wrong with those no, movies. There's one, no, there's one thing that's obviously wrong with the movie. Yes. It's... And this this is Hollywood at its, at its lowest. They have this idea that... They have this idea that you need to tell the audience what's going to happen. Uh-huh. Then you need to show them that it happened. Uh-huh. Then you need to tell them what happened. It's this 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 A B C of storytelling. It's a you know the idea of foreshadowing and and that like you know you show the knife on the side of the you know getting on the side of the boat and it gets dropped into the into the boat and then you kind of you know there's a camera on that for a long time like. Oh yeah, so when the knife shows up later on, you're like, oh, of course the knife showed <laughs> of course. up. There was a knife there. I remember that from before. <laughs> and so the only thing, if I could go and like make an edit to this film, uh-huh. it would be to take out the five finger punch. <laughs> you know, that basically right. explodes your heart. Right. I don't need to see the foreshadowing of Bill talking about this this thing because it's like oh okay now i know how the movie ends this is in the very beginning of the first or the the second movie <laughs> it's like it would have been better to have talked about that in the very beginning and then had it end the film in the second film because you know like oh this didn't seem important at the time of the first one <laughs> exactly and, and then there it is it's like okay well no surprise that that he's gonna, his heart's gonna explode now because he just got punched. Oh yeah, the 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 sensei showed you that, right? What are you gonna play now? Oh, this is the wrong one. Yeah, he doesn't expen- explain about the five finger punch. Nope. I don't think there's a a that soliloquy in the uh, oh in the soundtrack in the soundtrack. There is that. Anyway, that's but, my that's my only complaint about the movie. I mean, the <laughs> I don't. And the, the the other one was that I didn't want. Um, I didn't want the guy 
who lived in the trailer to die. Yeah, but everybody has to die. His name is on the list. I know, but but I didn't want him to die because I I thought that he solved his problem. Yeah, you know quite well to you know go live in the middle of the desert and with a, with a horse with no name. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I have that on the iPod too. You put that on there intentionally, didn't you? No, I. Uh, there I was actually, a bunch of feedback from that. There, were, I have to print that out and t- and talk about that sometime. The horse name. Who you know the guy who didn't didn't name the horse? Uh, I got a bunch of uh, I got somebody. I'm I'm keeping a backup of somebody's music of a friend's music library on my computer. Backup, and one of the uh, one of the albums on the backup is America's Greatest Hits, and it's funny. I start listening to it, and I'm like, there are like five songs that were all hits on this album. What about the other twelve songs? Yeah. <sighs> Summer hits and summer misses. Ah, summer misses. You know what? I totally missed out on summer misses this year. <laughs> Just one more, and I swear I'll put this thing down. Remember when I was saying uh, what we really need? <laughs> I'm sure I've said what we really need a lot of times. We need a soundboard. <laughs> uh, no, we need... Uh, we need. Where's our sound engineer? Where is it? Um, I don't know. We probably didn't tell her that we were doing this today. Oh, that we. Oh, it's not on here. Nah, nah. Where's our producer? Uh, where's our intern? I don't know about her. Where's the two dudes that were that were here last week? I don't know. They're not my posse. They came here because of the Twitter. Oh, power of the Twitter. Oh. <laughs> uh, so what else do we need to know about the fourth dimension of beer the fourth dimension of beer is uh let's see <laughs> where's our cricket sound effect no we can oh that's at the end of the last sh- uh the second to last show it got stuck in there because uh honore was talking about crickets i'm like hey okay. <laughs> yeah, kid play with the crickets <laughs> get us some crickets lucky crickets in a cage at some point the beer will just be bad you won't like it anymore and this is a good uh, this is a good opportunity to just keep talking this is a good opportunity to go to a party and bring the beer because possibly just keep talking because possibly your friends are not going to like that beer no matter what I mean, excuse me. They're gonna, me not going to like. I'm sorry. They're they're going <laughs> to like the beer no matter what. They're not going to know the difference between fresh beer and bad beer unless they're you know a beer geek like you are. Hams or Hialeah Porter. Yeah. Michelob or Mickey's Big Mouth. You know those beers are. Well, Michelob could be good, but Mickey's is in a green bottle, so automatically it's going to taste that. But it's got a bigger opening, so you can drink it faster. That's true. There is that. It makes it easier to throw up. <laughs> or throw away. Uh, I know the show we haven't done. When was yet? the last time you had a Mickey's? Oh, God. Um, I think I had it on draft somewhere. I thought it only came in the big bottle with the no, 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 it's on draft, and I think they have a. I think they're for whatever reason their logo is or their mascot is a bee. Why is it a bee? I don't know. Bee beer. Don't let don't let the smooth taste sting you. I don't know. 
But yeah, I think TM. <laughs> what do you think of the Maximus? I haven't had any yet. It's staring at me. And it's intimidating me. It tastes good. Pliny sure was going down easy last night. Pliny, we haven't had we haven't had bottles of Pliny on the show yet, or Blind Pig, or Blind Pig, or Sightless Sow, as I like to call it. We talked about this with uh, with the sound engineer a couple weeks ago. Yes, talking about doing a sh- a, a shun show, the shun show. Yeah, yes. so that that implies there new there are more shuns coming out soon. Awesome. So that implies either a going to the brewery and hanging out there for the afternoon eating pizza. Drinking beer. That's a long walk from twenty one A. No, that means that we're gonna have to we're gonna have to uh, break. We have to secure transportation. Yeah, we're gonna have to secure a vessel. Or we we wait. Actually, like- no, we can get a vessel. What am I talking about? We can get we can get wheels. I just remembered the wheels we can get. Duh. Does it have a car seat in the back and smell like three year old? Yes. <laughs> Uh, or we just wait like three years when because hopefully people are going to vote for the smart train. And I don't want to wait three years to do the show. I want to do, do the show. Do you know how great it will be when you can get easily to Santa Rosa on public transportation? I will live there. <laughs> no, imagine that being your local. I know. You know, everybody's jealous of, like, everybody's jealous of our local, which is Magnolia, Tornado, Thirsty Bear, 21A. <laughs> Uh, those other places. The Java House. Only for the O'Reilly's. O'Reilly's. Um, the all the places that we go. Yes, and I'm not going to name them all because that would be weird. Barclays. Yeah, Triple Barclays. Rock. Triple Rock. Jupiter. What was the other place that I was at the other day? Uh, well, what I think technically Jupiter is the closest uh, pub to a BART station. Well, yeah, because I want Barclays to be under, you know, right at the BART station. It's just a bit of a st- bit too far of a stagger. Oh, it's two blocks. It feels far. That's psychologically, it's far. John. Feels far. It's like about as far as I am from the microphone. Feels further. <laughs> That's a good name for a uh, James Bond uh, character. Feels further. Feels for. Oh yeah. <laughs> Is it a guy or a girl? I don't know. There's a new movie, a new James Bond movie coming out. I'm excited. You know how I know that? There's ads on the bus shelters. There's uh, Kevin Smith's new film, Zack and Mira Make a Porno. <laughs> Although, you know, it's, it, it seems to me that this movie got made by National Lampoon about five years ago. I know nothing about the movie except the stupid little ads that they have on the bus shelters. I <laughs> think it's not. Me no, I have no TV. Oh, I, just sounded like, I just sounded like George R. Binks there. Stop it. <laughs> if you do the Jar Jar again, that's it. We're not going to have the show again. <laughs> I'm going to get kicked off. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> what the hell were they thinking? <laughs> what the hell was the master thinking? You got to read. You got to read J Pod. The uh, it's basically uh, Douglas Copeland rewriting Microsurfs. Mm. And they're video game designers, yeah. and they start out with a really cool video game. No, oh, it's a it, it, it's a turtle. It's it's a skateboarding turtle turtle that's got a lot of attitude because he wears sunglasses. <laughs> well, there is that. 
it's that important uh, crossover demographic. You know, I was really I'm I have to editorialize here just a second. I was really happy when the last of that those movies came out. Uh-huh. Because I was like I'm freed of it. I don't have to I don't have to think about this anymore. I don't have to I don't have to I, have I, don't, to, I don't I don't have to wait in line for 12 hours to exactly. see the next one. I don't have to I don't have to be excited about this anymore. I'm I my I my I'm resolved. I feel like I've been I've been you know, I don't have to love it anymore. I don't have to defend it anymore. I can make fun of it all I want. I it's I can the, I can laugh at the article that talks about how Luke is a whiny bitch ugh. and you know he didn't listen. You know, here's the guy. Here's the guy who has all these great powers, right? Uh-huh. And he's told by his master Obi-Wan and you know in the in the, the Star Wars or in the uh, the Jedi um, order, you have a master. Right. Not that it's, you know, get bossed around or anything, but you know, Obi-Wan says, "Yeah, go to Dagobah. Go find Yoda, the most powerful of powerful Jedi masters there." And so what does he do when he gets there? He whines about his whole to- that he's there the whole time. "Oh, we're never going to get off this rock. Oh, I'm going to take my weapons into the cave. Oh, I can't get my spaceship out of the water." You know, it's like all the time, whiny bitch ass guy going, eh, I can't, I can't, I can't, eh, not listening to this guy who's the most powerful Jedi ever. <laughs> and if he would have listened, he might have, you know, like, don't go, don't go to Biz, Bispeen or <laughs> don't, whatever. Don't, go, don't to go to the gas giant thing to rescue your friends. You're only going to ruin it for everybody, right? So what does he do? He gets in his spaceship and he flies to there and he gets his hand chopped off. That's <laughs> his spaceship. I love that. That's just funny. That's funny. I know it's funny. That's why I'm going on this rant. I mean, like, all the, the whole time, he doesn't, he doesn't listen to the people that, that are around him. You are correct, John Foster. So, you know, and by the time by the time we're all done watching this guy, <laughs> Lucky I feel. Lucky I feel, punk. <laughs> That's somebody who wouldn't go see the Jedi Master and whine about his spaceship getting stuck. Why can't we do a movie mashup where we replace uh, where we replace uh, Luke's character with uh, Dirty Harry? With dirty Harry. That's funny. <laughs> Darth Vader pulls out his lightsaber. Dirty Harry takes his forty-five blows and off. Do you feel lucky? Do you feel lucky, punk? <laughs> Well, see, that's been done before, though. George mm. Lucas was thinking about that in Indiana Jones. Where I was in whatever fight it was. Indy's there, and the guy comes out and does all the sword work or whatever, and he just looks at him and shoots him. Do you do you know that that was a there was a choreographed fight for that, and that that was an outtake? What the shooting of him? Oh, really? Yeah, that was a total. That was a total <laughs> gaffe. That was not even written. That was Harrison Ford going. Bang, and, then, and but they didn't. The, the 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 crew didn't know. I mean, yeah, you know, they sort of talked about it in the thing, and the guy was like, "Okay, I'll fall dead if you point the gun at me," and then everybody reacted accordingly. But it was not. <laughs> that was not written. 
Which makes it even more special. That's why Which that, makes it even sadder when he climbed into the refrigerator and watch out for the nuclear blast. Gosh. <laughs> Please, I don't think I don't think uh, I don't think uh, you know what George Lucas is the anti Steely Dan or the anti B fifty twos. Wow! Because George Lucas had a bunch of hits and then went away and came back and made steaming piles of crap. Whereas. Uh, Steely Dan <laughs> went away for 20 years, came back, and left off right where they were, and won, won the Grammy, Grammy for Best Album of the Year. Yeah. And the B-52s did the same thing, and their album doesn't sound... They, they didn't miss a beat on, on, uh, no, that was on actually, Funplex. The Funplex album. That's your homework, kids. Go out and buy the B-52s album that came out this year called Funplex. And play it while watching Indiana Jones 4. <laughs> No, no, just turn the sound off. And take a lot of acid. Yeah, just turn the sound off on uh, on the movie Selective Grav Selective Magnetism. Or- what were they thinking? Selective magnetism. Sometimes there's mag sometimes it's a magnet, sometimes it's not. <laughs> the hell. It's the almond joy of of, uh, of physics. <sighs> hey, Kool-Aid. You know, I got more crap for watching that movie while uh, and I was twittering the whole time during the film, and uh, that was when I was on that other show. And people were like, "Dude, <laughs> don't show. do that." The one where you whine about how you don't have you, you have a you, you leave. <laughs> no, no, that other other show. The other I other, know the other show. Yeah, I'm not. I was on just the, talking about my favorite show. <laughs> I watch. I haven't been invited to that show for a while. Aww. I think maybe. I think I think maybe some you know maybe they just been maybe they're just busy. Maybe the new network doesn't like me. Maybe they just give away everything to be too zen. <laughs> they give away their clock and their calendar. They don't know what day or time it is anymore. <laughs> a clock and a calendar is not part of the hundred things, right? Because there's 365 parts of the calendar. That's yes. way too many. Yes, and the hand and the clock has um, has. 60 positions in 12 hours. That's, oh, that's way more. That's 60 all the, positions in 12 hours? That sounds dirty. But And it goes around twice. It goes around what twice? <laughs> Ooh, it's John's perverted laugh. <laughs> you know what I don't like about Maximus? No, what? I don't like the gigantic nose full of malt that you get. Oh. I like its flavor, but I don't like its nose full of malt. Well, I'm going to finish this because... The homework is beer. The homework is beer. So there's two parts of your homework. Okay. Download the BJCP uh, guideline. Yeah, to your, to your iPhone or to your iPod Touch. I'm looking for a clean yet robust and complex aroma of rich malt, noble hops, and restrained fruity esters. The malt character reflects German-based malt varieties. That's that's a new game. Get a get a uh, beer nerd. And oh, say, and have him guess. Have him guess what beer I'm describing. I'll keep going. The hop aroma may vary from moderate to very low. It can have a peppery, floral, or perfumey character associated with noble hops. Uh, no diacetyl. You're talking Appearance. about IPA. No. Light amber to orange bronze uh, to deep copper color, yet stopping short of brown. Brilliant clarity. Pale. Uh, thick, creamy, long-lasting, off-white head. 
Assertive hop bitterness, well balanced by a sturdy yet clean, crisp malt character. The malt presence is moderated by moderate to high attenuation. Radeberger. But, no. Radeberger's not... Radeberger's not amber. I can... Here. Yeah, well, I'll give you the... Uh, we were doing Dusseldorf alt beer. Uh, wow. Well, psh, we don't even have alt beer in the United States, especially Dusseldorf alt beer. When was the last time you had an alt beer made by your favorite brewer? Jesse's done alt, I think. Not in and two, alt is basic. Not in two years, and not at the twenty one A. And the last alt, <laughs> and and the last, and the last alt that we had was at uh, Magnolia, and that was two years ago. Ashbury alt. Here's here's Radeberger. Rich with complex malt and a spicy florist saws hop bouquet. Some pleasant restaring diacetyl is acceptable, but need not be present. Otherwise, clean with no fruity esters. Very pale gold to deep burnished gold. Brilliant to very clear with a dense, long-lasting, creamy white head. Blah, only blah, blah, only blah, blah. if poured correctly. Only if poured correctly. La, 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 la. Sorry, I have to add the poured correctly in that. All right, you're, uh, so the best part about beer school is... The homework. The homework is beer. So the homework is, I'm just going to, at this point I'm repeating myself, is to try a beer that is one of your favorite beers over 100 days. Try to find a beer that it's as fresh as possible. Okay. So uh, you can check the born on date. You can ask for it from your distributor, from your, from your uh, local. Have them bring you whatever there is. Have them put it in the back, save it, however you, however it goes down. Or just get the random from the BevMo, because those guys, BevMo or your beer store or whatever, because, you know, beer is always trucking through. It's always yep. changing. So you don't have to, you know, you don't have to go out of, out of your way to make that happen, but, but buy two cases of beer. Store them all in one And place. store them in a, in a place that is consistent. And that can be in your... Cold, uh, cold and dark like my heart. It could be in Motor's heart. It could be in your in your fridge that's in your uh, garage. It could be in the basement of your place. Whatever. But it's got to be consistent. It could and be then, in a cave in the forest. If you have the keys to the cave, yeah, that works. Oh. <laughs> anyway. You're going to store this beer over the next hundred days, and every three days you're going to try drink one. Drink one. Try <laughs> one of these, and because you've got because you actually only need a case and a half, you actually have a few more beers that you can. If you really just say, "Wow, I really want to have another one," you can. You're not limited to those. To We're those not being beers. really strict on this. No, one. no. And the idea it's more is, about the concept than it is the exactly. execution. The idea is is to keep some notes, but not you know beer geeky notes. Just note when you taste things that are different about that beer. And if it's the same, just you know same, 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 same. Just but just make you know this is a, it's the grand experiment so right. that you can see how the beer that you love, the one that is your go to beer or a beer that might be on sale, uh, is changing over a period of time. Now, at the end of the 100 days, take whatever beer is left, whether it's a six-pack or a two two beers or whatever. Two-pack. Two-pack, yeah. He, he was in Digital Underground, you know. He was. I, we like that. <laughs> Did you go see them? No. Yeah. We could have got backstage, you know. That was one of those great, one of those great days when I had, like, like, last night when I had three things to do. Yeah. 
Anyway, take <laughs> take those beers. Take the whatever beer is left at the end of the, your uh, of your experiment, and if it's more than if it's more than a six pack, then you know have some friends over and finish finish <laughs> it off. But save some beer. Put it in the bottom of your fridge uh-huh. and let it sit there. Get rid of that celery that you have there that's all limp. Yeah. <sighs> at the end of your at the end of the experiment, take the six pack and f- put it in the bottom of the fridge next to the celery or get rid of the celery if it's not really celery <laughs> or if it's goo and save it for 6 months. And see if your notes match the end of the six months, because the idea is that you what you what we're trying to do is you're trying to taste what really old beer tastes like, or taste yeah taste the progression of flavors as the yeah. beer ages. But I think that the the thing is is that once you get to the hundred the hundred days, you in order to taste the next the next big change, you have to wait a long time. <laughs> That's like my that. theory anyway. I like that. That's my theory. So then, and then report the Brontosaurus back. Brontosaurus was very small at each end and very large in the middle. That is my theory and it is mine. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and then report in. That's not a theory. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> the, and then report in. Please tell us how your your experiment went. Excellent. Uh, and that would be send us. Uh, John Amelia dinosaurs. I was supposed to give you crap. Somebody sent me an email that said he never got his dinosaur. You were supposed to mail him. He sent you. Why did you not get the mail? You didn't forward it to me. I know. <laughs> Dinosaurs. Anyway. Uh, that wasn't even a promise on this show. No, it was a different show. <laughs> that show doesn't even exist anymore. You know why? You didn't send out enough dinosaurs. No, because I killed it because of uh, irreconcilable differences. Sweet. I know it could have been. I could have thrown in. I could have thrown in the uh, the white flag on that. <laughs> I could have given in, but no, I didn't. I could still do that show, <laughs> but I'm not gonna. Better to do something else. Yes. Yeah. Uh, was there a sec- Was there something else on the homework? I don't remember. Find the oldest beer you can find. I have an unopened bottle of. Uh, <laughs> I've got a bottle of beer at home that's unopened and probably forty years old. Forty. Forty. It's not a forty. No, it's not a forty. It's forty years old. What is it? Uh, Grace Brothers. Uh, it's a brewery that went out of business in the late sixties. I should. I'm sure the beer inside of it is rancid. <clears throat> Maybe we should talk to that person we've never had on the show. We need to have him on the show. <laughs> Uh, when are we going to go to that place in Martinez? The guy has all the beer junk at his house. Huh? 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 That Supreme Commander setup that never happened. I was invited uh, a while ago. You know what? I hate my life because sometimes I cannot get... No, the thing was is that he said, oh, yeah, meet, us, meet me at five at the brewery. Uh-huh. Okay, well, you know, I'm sorry. Who has time? Whose job ends? So that they can get to a thing to go at five. Me? I don't. No, I don't. Oh, have. He's never at the brewery that late. That late? <laughs> no, no, no. This wasn't Supreme Commander. This oh. was somebody else. No. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, five o'clock. Oh, right. No, I'm sorry. There's no way. I'm just, it's just not possible. And he was like, no, 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 no. Try it. And I'm like, all right. And so, you know, four o'clock, 4.30 comes. I'm like, I got to go. I got to meet somebody at five. What? You no, know, you got to do this and this and this. I'm like, I hate my job. I hate my 
Did I cover it all? Drink fresh beer. I have to go through the list. Check my list. Uh, It changes over time. Store it properly. Cool, consistent, dark, light free. Becomes less carbonated over time. Could taste flat, Mm. or could become more carbonated if it's if the yeast is active, aka homebrew. New beer hasn't always settled. Know your supply. Freshness is an ingredient. Sam Adams spends $10 million a year to buy back beer. Although, you know what? It seems like a lot of money, but they only buy it back for 50%. They make the brewer, they make the... Uh, Distributor eat the other half? Yeah. Good for them. That's why there's. That's why the beer gets chucked to, chucked off in the mission so that you're thinking you're going to get fresh beer, but you're not. Uh, check the date on the vessel. And then at the bottom, for some reason, it says, fuck off, asshole, but I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, I want to run for my money. I want it all, or I don't want it at all. I want it all right now. I want my cake. I want to eat it, too. I want pink icing. I want it pre-sliced, delivered, and paid for it. <laughs> Thank you, Diamond Dave. Give me a bottle of anything and a glazed donut. <laughs> Words to live by. Give me a bottle of anything, a glazed donut to go. <laughs> the question is, is the, the who, question is why no, did he question, never make his movie? That's what the question is. No, the question is this, and I know the answer who's to that the, question too. Who's the donut for? Is he going to eat the donut? He's going to eat the donut. And but then he's going to give the bottle away to somebody else, <laughs> right? It was, uh, what What was, that was the, I'm trying to remember what song that was the beginning of the video to. Eat Him and Smile. Was it Eat Him and Smile? No, because Eat Him. That's, that's the, the album. name of the, that's the, name that's of the, the name album. That's the name of the album. It was, uh, you know, what, 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 let me just pull up on the sidewalk and take a look. What, 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 Whoa! 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 Uh. No. I don't have that album on here. Yes, I do. No, I don't. Yeah, that's the song. No, it's not. No, that's not it. That's Hot Dog and a Shake. That's not it either. That's just like paradise. Just like living in paradise. <laughs> okay, that's really, 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 really lame. Oh, yeah, this is the song. Well, it's not. No? This is Puerto Loco El Cajon. Oh, right. This is the one that's on the end of the album. Oh, wait. This is just like Paradise, but in Spanish. Just like Paradise in Spanish. No, going crazy. Oh, Puerto going... Loco El Cajon. Oh, yeah. Puerto Loco El Cajon. But didn't he do Just Like Paradise in Spanish, too? No, he did the, he did the first album in... in uh, he did the first one. Just Like Paradise is the second album. Just Like Paradise is on Skyscraper. This is on Crazy from the Heat. 
What are we doing? We're... Al, Al Capone. I love that part. Al Capone. <laughs> We're pro- Puerto Loco Al Cajon. No, Al Capone. <laughs> what was I listening? Oh. So as I was walking here. But why can't like, we remember the, give me a bottle of anything and a glazed donut to go. Why can't we remember the song? It, uh, let me pull up on the sidewalk and take a look. Yeah. Uh, uh, as I was walking here, a great uh, I experienced a great Mondegreen, which is where you mishear the the, the lyric. Yeah, like uh, our pets are seals. No, mine never. Mine, mine is even more gruesome. It's from uh, uh, God. I'm blanking on the song now. Uh, and the cradle will rock. Yeah. Have you seen Junior's grave? <laughs> 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 what sort of a twisted little kid was I when I that Have probably you came seen out when I was Junior's grave. <laughs> it probably came out when I was twelve, and that's what I was hearing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're out of beer almost. Almost. Well, no. There's, this is this is this is the mo- this is very this is, good for for my day today because this is the least beer we've ever had on. This I show. know, but there's two beers that are in the fridge still, and I thought that they might be backup beers. They are uh, Windmere Hefeweizen from a year ago. Ugh. Yeah. No. I love that beer, but Windmere Hefeweizen from a year ago. <laughs> no, but and it's been badly stored just because I w- it's the grand experiment beer right. to see you know like hey we may need bad beer later on. We don't have to drink it. We have a guest on that we don't like. We got you a beer. Oh, it's my favorite. Oh, that's for your for your stalker. We'll consider that. My stalker. I'm hiding. FYI, I'm hiding. FYI. Oh no. So we're we gonna end this or we're we gonna have to we're we gonna have to play more music too. Uh? No, there's only one last thing to say on beer school, and that is So, kids today, these are the Dead Kennedys. Artists. 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 And to fade it away, I just move it further and further from the microphone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, now there's really only one last thing to say on beer school, and that is Glass Dismissed. I think this is the fewest beers that we've ever had on the show, ever. This is the most beer I've had before a show compared to you. <laughs> and yeah. also, well, I got to give the disclaimer because there was a time when I was doing the cleanse on the Dr. Bill show, but I just well, wasn't that was, having any beer in general. But that was that was weird. That was weird. Well, they had one song from those fine boys on there. The Dr. Bill show. We from got invited to that guy's party. Ah. 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 Name a song. Let's see if I have it. 
or an artist? Uh, uh, and you can name a lot of stuff. Steve there. Vai. No, Billy Sheehan. Not with David Lee Roth. Not with David Lee Roth. Don't have that. Okay, Steve Vai. Not with either. with Frank Zappa. Oh yeah, uh, that would be that would be. Here we go. Push that button, and I believe he would have been playing with Zappa at this point. Although I cannot confirm it. Um. Best rendition of Murder by Numbers ever. With a really nice Frank Zappa guitar solo in the middle. Off the album Broadway the Hard Way. Although you have to buy the CD Broadway the Hard Way, not the LP, because the LP doesn't have Murder by Numbers on it. Murder by Numbers, one, two, three. I bet you never thought that Murder by Numbers was a satanic song. I thought it was. <laughs> First you make... It's not satanic, though. about killing people, but it's not satanic. There was a reason why it wasn't on the album. Because there wasn't enough time on the LP, but then when you went and remastered... No, there was a reason why it wasn't there. Why? Because Frank Zappa was still alive when the album came out? Uh, (sighs) No. No. No, I think that that the song was misunderstood. 
I think that the I think that the radio audience didn't actually understand what that was about. Well, no, I'm saying on the on the Zap album, not the 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 Police album. Oh, oh. that's not the album. <laughs> oh, it's this one. It's the Eat 'Em and Smile album from 1986. It was number four U.S. platinum, and the song that we've been trying to remember was Yankee Rose. It is. John, you are so bright. You are so learned. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, kid, learn some Spanish. Hey, kid, translate that shit. 